0: Today's topic is um, how to plan for an inner thigh lift. Now, I have a, a lot of patients post weight loss that come to see me and the most common operations that I do for them is tummy tuck belt lapectomy inner thigh arm lift and a lot of breast work um, clearly losing a lot of uh, weight is going to make your breast sag so a lot of the time we need uplift and i've had other videos of the different techniques that we can use for uh, um, doing a, a lift in a post weight loss patients which is a very different way um, than the normal way we do lifts so um, that is a, um, a very important area, but the inner thigh, inner thigh is one of the most common areas that I see post weight loss. Uh, but the most common is the uh, tummy area. Now, when we plan, when I see a post weight loss patient, if you lost, uh, you know, a significant amount of weight, there are cert- like usually, um, usually there's a significant uh, like there's a significant amount of loose skin throughout the body. So our first session, which is usually an hour, is spent planning out the next two years of potential surgery. So um, you will usually come in with one concern. So it'll be like, okay, I hate my tummy, uh, but I also have like the inner thigh, the arms, you know, the breasts that I'm concerned about. Um, And usually my approach is to go and plan those things out. You may not end up doing all of them, uh, but... Uh, it's planned out um, and you know sort of uh, where the end point is so number one operation for post weight loss usually the belt lapectomy or tummy or extended tummy tuck depending on how much loose skin you have um, now the inner thigh now it's really really important to realize that the inner thigh is not in isolation so a lot of so it's not really we're not talking about just the inner thigh we're talking about the whole thigh area and it's the whole thigh area that tends to be saggy loose skin but uh, in particular the inner thigh because it tends to rub together cause discomfort rashes uh, you know problems with that area so i think uh, that is a very common area of discomfort after weight loss. But again, not in isolation. So if it, uh, so, most of the time what we do is we plan the tummy area first and then as a second operation we do the inner thigh. The reason for that is that, um, well, if you have enough loose skin then we do the belt lipectomy which is circumferential cut and lift. So think about it like pulling your pants up. So when you pull your pants up you get um, tightness in the outer thigh as well as the inner thigh so that is what we're trying to do with the uh, belt lipectomy obviously we're trying to fix the skin on the tummy area but also we're lifting the outer thigh and the inner thigh so it provides a um a first step to tightening that area up so that is a really really important Um, it's a big mistake a lot of times to just go to the inner thigh and do that because you're not going to get that tightness so if we do the inner thigh first you're going to end up with loose skin on the outside of the tummy uh, on the outside of the thigh it's not going to be as good of a result so usually doing the belt lapectomy pulling the pants up Then usually we wait because the belt lapectomy is a big operation. It's a six-hour operation. We're turning you. It's a little bit of recovery involved. It's probably one of the biggest operations out of all the post-weight loss operations. So that is the one that takes a bit of time to recover. So we are uh, doing um, the belt lapectomy, waiting three months for everything to heal up. then we're coming back and doing the inner thigh so that is usually my approach now obviously there are there's going to be exceptions and a lot of uh, women younger ones that haven't lost weight they have that little bulge in the inner thigh area and liposuction is all they need and they don't need all this other stuff Uh, and uh, some very rarely some people that have Weight loss have mainly loose skin in the inner thigh, and then I can consider doing just the inner thigh as a first operation. But in general, if you've lost a lot of uh, weight, like you know, 30, 40 kilos, or you had a a sleeve gastrectomy, lap band, something, and you've lost all that weight. most of the time i would say 99 percent of the time there is loose skin on the tummy there's loose skin on the inner thigh and looseness generally in that area so that is the best approach now the other thing with inner thighs there's lots and lots and lots of different techniques so if we go if we just go through the summary so first of all we do the belt lapectomy pulling the pants up then we do the inner thigh to tighten that area up and i do my inner thighs with liposuction so we tighten as well as reducing the fat in that area and that usually gives you a really good result in that area now uh, there are other operations in that area that we can do as well now going back to the actual inner thigh lift so the inner thigh lift is um usually three hour operation um, I do extensive liposuction in the area, then we cut the excess skin out and then stitch everything close. So um, a lot of the times in, in weight loss patients, I do two, two kilos plus of removal of skin. Um, now there's lots and lots of different ways of doing uh, inner thigh lifts. You can have uh, you know uh, a, a vertical incision, you can have an incision in the groin area, you can combine it, you can um you know there's lots of like there's z-plasties there's there's lots of different ways of doing inner lifts, and i've done over 12 years i've done a significant amount of these techniques I've, i've studied up on them quite significantly over the years and in my experience um Doing a vertical incision is probably the best, Um, like doing extensive liposuction and then doing a vertical incision um, instead of doing the T-junction. So so one of the common techniques is to do the T, which is a cut in the groin area and then a cut all the way down on the inner leg area towards the knee. Um, The big problem with that, there's a couple of problems with that. One problem is that that groin incision is that's got a potential for spreading apart the labial lips so that you get spreading apart of that area which can look very unsightly uh, it's almost impossible to fix uh, so it can be one of those complications that are cosmetically uh, really bad um, and it's very very difficult to fix that problem so that's why we uh, not doing that technique is a really good way of avoiding the problems second because you're doing this uh, t junction you've got an area on both sides of that t that has a reduced blood supply so you do have a much higher chance of breakdowns poor healing post post operative uh, Um, extended recovery time so that's not very good Uh, so for those reasons I like the vertical incision the downside with the vertical incision is that you don't get that lift if you do it um, separately without um, anything else you don't get that little lift uh, of that tissue and you can get a little bit of sagginess so that's the reason also for doing the belt lactate first so that compensates for uh, avoiding t- that area and, and minimizing the problems you're lifting everything up you get that lift there with the belt lipectomy and then you do the inner thigh uh, if you do any vertical incision straight down uh, the middle of the inner thigh with liposuction you get an excellent recovery very little problems um, you you get a really good result. And I find that, um, you know, we have very little problems um, with healing and and post-op care and all that sort of thing. So um, that is my approach. Um, Now, let's see if we have, so that's my approach to the inner thigh. Uh, It's a very common area, um, and you need to approach it as a two-stage problem. (laughs)